generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Getting in the KiwiSaver fund that suits you and your situation is key to making sure you're maximising your investment. Generate are an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of long-term performance and they can help you do exactly this. Their advisors can meet with you to talk about all your options when it comes to KiwiSaver to help you decide what's best for you. Too many people never get KiwiSaver advice, but not you. Go to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no-obligation chat with a Generate advisor. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Welcome back, you're listening to another episode of the Keep the Change podcast. We have got the man back in the studio. Now, the last time we saw this lad, he'd just finished 50 flips, I think. Can't wait to find out from Thomas Singh how many he's done now and what's been happening since we last talked. Firstly, how are you, mate? I'm very good, mate. Always good to be on the show. How good. And... Tell the people how many flips you up to now. Yeah, so it's been, spreadsheet I think this. we were on 48 last time I was on, that was in July. Yep. And since then, including all the contemporaneous ones, we just went unconditional and sold another one today. Thanks, 59 now. Wow, nice. Yeah, for 59 flips. Now, you've done something pretty major and you've jumped off the building yep. with a parachute on. No, yeah, burn the bridges, mate. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. how it works. And uh, yeah, quit, quit full-time job. So I think when you well when you were on last time, you basically revealed that you were all uh, you were also working full time. Correct, yeah. And right. I guess with anyone that starts a side hustle, it is to eventually have enough income to replace your full time job. But I was in a certain full time job where it was perfect, awesome, awesome environment. So it was very hard to leave or even think about like the reason why I was doing this, but I did know, and I do preach it a lot, is you are capped at a certain amount of income you can ever earn. And if you are thinking of your wider family, you, you can't help them mm. sitting at whatever money I was on, even after numerous pay rises. So it had to be property. Wow, nice yeah. one. So today we're going to go over a little bit of that journey since July. So yeah. going out effectively and, and building a business and what that's been like in, in those initial months. Uh, some case studies as well from some of the people that you've been working with. And then a bit about this uh, app that you've built oh, as yes. well. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah, Investor Pro. Yeah, cool. awesome. Well, looking forward to digging into it. I think... Firstly, if you are stumbling across this and you haven't listened to Tama's first podcast, go back and have a listen to those. You're going to get some backstory of how Tama's got to this point in time because otherwise you're going to skip a lot and miss a lot and think, wow, that's too hard. I'd never be able to do that. Uh, But there's a lot more of the backstory there. So what's it been like since quitting your job and going all in on this? Uh, Very good Um, in the terms of... um the financial right move as of yet, you know, July 28th was the last day. And then I went straight into like the biggest seminar I've ever done, which was August 5th, five, almost six days after that. And I had about 105 people attend that. And it was in the launch of having more time to coach people one-on-one because that was always something that a lot of people asked for. And I launched a mentorship program and that went 
that took up pretty much the, the next 60 days of my life. And August and September was probably the most absent I've been from home for for good planned reason. Yeah. But my mentorships are like I will fly anywhere in the country to where any any of them live, like the only coach that would do that, and spend two days with them. And I was doing that twice a week, every week for two months. Wow. Yeah. So it <laughs> was quite it was quite hard, but you know, thinking about the travel, but when I'm actually there with them, it was very good to see like, you know, them getting absolutely amazing value. And now that that's sort of finished up and we're going to be planning our next event, it's just I guess taking things a bit more hundred percent professional and serious. So we needed to look at getting our own professional setting, similar to know your your setup here. We've got our first office as well. So that was a, always a funny thing to eventually get. Where, so, whereabouts? Uh, it's in Mount Wellington, close to Sylvia Park. Nice. And the Garrison Pub. Nah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe too close. But yeah, it's, um, uh, so we've got that to do a bit more professional setup. We might do a bit of coaching there as well. Um, but that's sort of where the more serious level has, has gone to. What happened for you to think you needed an office? Eventually, when you get to a certain revenue of property, you know, our company Asgard's done over 10 million dollars in purchases since we started only two and a half years ago with four thousand dollars only yeah always always will say that point and the revenue each year has sort of been will be over that now so for the fact of being professional the amount of invoices we pay just on the legal standpoint with IRD safeguarding ourselves you know I'm just listening to the people that are smarter than me on this aspect and if they say we need an office, I'll I'll take the office. And I also got rammed this down my throat for my dad a lot because he's old school thinking. Yeah. You know, he doesn't care about the work from home, thinks, you know, we should be in an office and he wants everything on paper. He doesn't believe in, you know, PDFs and stuff. He wants yeah. it printed out so we can see it. So eventually, you know, that was one of the moves. And okay. obviously it's property and I got it for a good steal. <laughs> I was about to say, I bet you negotiated the deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. So you're you're leasing an office space effectively? Yeah. Yeah. For one year. So we negotiated, normally it's two years, I've heard. Yeah. And we managed to get it for just one year. And we managed to get like six weeks free rent and got the whole office for under 20K. For a year? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Outstanding. Shit, there's a couple of car parks in my office, mate. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I want, can I get you to do our next uh, negotiation? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, good, man. I'm not very good at that stuff. I'm an activator, so I'm basically just like, yep, yep, we can. We're the keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Like, hey, well, did you look at the... No, nah, no, nah, don't worry about the contract, whatever. Yeah, surely <laughs> you're a good guy, aren't you? Yeah, sweet, this will be you fine. You won't be off. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, I'm not very good at the negotiating thing, man. Yeah. I know that's a massive weakness of mine, but... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe I should... Important uh, skill, mate. Uh, yeah. It's, well, it's, it's translate anywhere in the world. Mm. That's the great thing about it yeah definitely an area i could probably um spend some time learning yeah and but anyway mate it's not about me so you've got office space now and you're building out team members then i assume yeah 100 percent. so like you know with following your content and stuff uh more towards just the business side a lot of the things in property people would just think oh you renovate it's tradies but it's a lot to do with the admin especially if you want to become a professional in this and make this an actual solid career there's a lot of dealings with the accountants. There's a lot of dealings with lawyers, um, documentation. You have to hold documents for a certain period of time legally. And if you're doing 50, if you have 60 flips right now, your record keeping, invoices, payments is crazy. Mm. So that's where we needed an absolute solid space. And because, you know, at home, as a non-distraction-free environment, because, you know, my partner, she doesn't work at, as well. 
Um, we've got my daughter Zoe who sometimes will just not go to daycare because we're like, fuck it, we'll just have her home with us. Yeah. And the other cool thing as well is um, one of my other main goals, I think I did mention it, was I can't be the one to just earn enough to resign from my job and just live a happy-ish life. I needed that for, say, my mum as well. Because she used to work, uh, well, she wanted to stay on for two days just because she knew her work colleagues for 15 years and she didn't want to just quit full turkey. And I said, well, how much do you need to just drop three days a week while she only works two days at her current job? And it was in a bakery department, so it was very early starts, four o'clock in the morning, long shifts, and obviously I wanted to get her out of that ASAP. And I remember one of my goals when I went into property is I wanted to have that happen as soon as possible. I sort of said to her two years, but it's taken th roughly three. And since end of October, she's now three days at my house. Wow. Handling some um, new role of, you know, job position that we've done so that she can handle. Yeah. And that has got her out of her job to spend more time with us, help with the business, of course, and through a bonus, spend more time with her granddaughter. Congratulations, mate. Yeah, so that's that's one of the, the best things, I yeah. guess. There's a whole bunch of stuff that people can flex on what they've achieved with finances. Mm. But when you talk about that stuff, like no one can hate on that. Yeah, That is absolutely subconsciously most people's goals. How does that make you feel? It's very good because yeah. you know, my dad's been sitting on his ass for over a year. So <laughs> <laughs> not not through um <laughs> not saying it like that, but eventually the goal was to get both of them, you know, the off. Yeah. And and helping with the business, you know, teaching them stay within the you know um just keeping the the money in the family as a lot of smart families eventually do mm -hmm. that you've seen through generations yeah but mainly just taking her off the labor base side because she's you know yeah. approaching 60 soon and this now i've told her if you help with this side it frees up my time and if you free up my time it means i can do more things productively which eventuates to more money which eventuates to more help towards the family and she saw that. It took a while. It took like, even when I made the decision, it took like three months nonstop of convincing her so, yeah. to do this. That's where the negotiation well, Old school parents, six. man. Old school parents would just be like, no, you know, what about this? What about this? It was a yeah. very good, you know, and I just said, well, how much is it going to cost? Three days a week at this amount times 52. Here, mum, I can just transfer. I remember I say, I'll just transfer this. You just keep it in your account. This is your yearly whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, she sort of had confidence and did it. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. I had a really interesting brief encounter in the DMs this morning. Mm. And I think this ties in nicely to this. So someone basically asked me, um, is it too late to buy Bitcoin? First, <laughs> oh, yeah. first time they've ever messaged me. And I said, that's, that's not the right question. Um, I said, you need to know what would make it too late. And they basically said, oh, I'm trying to protect my family and look after my family here. And I said, well, I can't give you advice, um, but, you know, if you're looking for, for something that's a, a quick win, then you're probably on the wrong path already. Mm. It's not going to matter if Bitcoin 10x is from here. And they basically came back and said, yeah, I, I suppose you're right. I just need to start stacking some money so that I can invest into something to then look after my family because I really care about my family. And 
I said, that's really admirable. But if you really cared about your family, because sorry, then there was another message and said, oh, do you know anything about X, Y, Z and then Z, Y, B? And I'm like, I've never heard of A and I've never heard of B. And both to me sound like something you've seen on the internet that you're going to make some money from Real quickly. Fast, yeah, quick scam. But yeah. If you really care about your family, then stop the quick win shit and go and learn how to add more value to the marketplace. Don't use your care for your family as a driver because if it really was important to you, you would go and learn what you need to learn to be able to make enough money to be good at something to be able to then look after them. Yeah. Not be like, oh, I really care about my family. That gives me an excuse to dump any... Oh, people say that credit. standing over a blackjack table. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, but my family, my family. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> fuck it up you know you can't just use that as a blanket excuse yeah so yeah. the you know the the faster we get rid of the quick win shit then we get on the path of okay where can i figure out what i'm good at that's sustainable i yep. can make some money then you can see all the things that you could see right okay can i get some time back if i'm going to pay someone to do this why not my mum? i don't yeah. want her working at four in the morning okay i can solve that too that's meaningful to you so yeah i think it's it's cool that you've a been able to do that but i think it's a good example example for other people where you just see people doing cool shit for their family and you think oh, i want to do that too yeah but some people i think are lying to themselves about um why it is that they want to see bitcoin 10x because yeah they could... and chances are that guy probably only had like two grand mm. he was probably gonna buy two grand with it with a bitcoin and even if it 10x he's gonna end up with 20 mm. that ain't enough money to do anything what yeah. are you gonna do hope for that to 10x no way it's so you're playing the game of luck there rather than actually developing that skill, yeah. which is the main thing. And one of the hardest things as well, if you're going to take the plunge and quit your job or like try and convince your parents or whoever to also do that to them, you cannot have your income based on luck. No. You are absolutely dangerous if you're doing that shit. So you have to have it based on a clear skill that if I know how to do this, in my situation, it's I know how to negotiate properties on a very, very good asking price. I have... Uh, patience to call a hundred people in one day if I need to. This is the difference because a lot, mm. of, you know, we preface here for the, the amazing podcast listeners and the comments of people saying, I can see where this is going, taking advantage of desperate vendors in a certain economic time. No one's forcing anyone to sign anything. Mm. And it gets reviewed by their lawyer, it gets reviewed by an agent, it gets reviewed by the vendors. Three separate people that often would advise someone to sign or not, right? Eventually, you're playing the numbers game, you find great deals. Then you have to also have a keen eye for detail and not overcapitalize on the renovation. Then you have to have a very accurate understanding of the sale price. Then it sells and you have a certain profit. If you can rinse and repeat that safely, you now have a skill that you can translate that and no one can take that away from you. Yeah. That is the key thing. It's not luck. There was data. There was words that came out of your mouth. There were methods, speed, timing. That wasn't just like, oh, hey, mom, quit. I made this 10x fucking coin here. And then next year, don't worry. It'll, it'll happen again. Yeah. And shit changes. Yeah, that that's where you can't be operating on luck. And I'd imagine there's probably some people that come to either your webinars or your seminars and then realize oh shit, you know, I've got to do a lot of doing here. There's a lot I've got to learn. But like you say, once you learn that stuff and you carry on down that path and you're giving them an avenue to actually go and do that rather than just kind of hope that they're going to turn up 
get injected with some kind of some sort of natural brilliance and property and go sweet i can just go and do exactly yeah i mean like it done. took me two years to mm. sort of do this and like i do say this to people that come to the seminar like you know, i was obsessed and still am about property and learning and I, and long before property i was reading books on negotiation sales you know wolf of wall street the all that type of straight line system tonality yeah. i was a door-to-door salesman for a whole year mm. making no money on commission only with a mortgage and I, I like for six months i made nothing i had to like yeah i'm pretty sure at that point even the financial hardship from kiwisaver over te- that 10 years ago when when i couldn't pay the mortgage because six months i just didn't make any sales from door knocking financial hardship pain in the ass to get out with anz back then yeah just for anz to take it out and give it back to them again to pay the mortgage right yeah and then after six months i sort of clicked on something on how to actually talk to people when i'm standing at their door hearing cutlery drop at 6 30 p.m for them to come open the door for a door-to-door salesman yeah. Cancel dinner with their family. No, 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 no. I don't care if you guys are catching up on school. I need to talk to you to sell you this thing. Yeah. And then after six months, I got good at that. And then that sort of stuck with me. And then just overall networking with other people, forcing the extrovert type situations to always talk to talk, talk more people. That's the skills, hmm. you know? And then if you put that into a very high ticket result, which is property sales, that becomes good. You yeah. Know? The other option was become an agent. I was about to say, i.e. real estate agents. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. I explain this a lot. Um, you know, there are peak real estate agents in New Zealand that make, they're very little, mm. you know. Um, but this way here is more fun and it um, also can make a lot more than them. Yeah, nice. So you found your vehicle. So uh, your vehicle to wealth. So I've never really seen too many people that can run as hard as you. Mm. Uh, and when I say that, I mean... Post doing that first couple of pods, you were running webinars and then off the back end of that, you had a half price ticket to a seminar. I'm like, genius. Um, And then your mentorship on the other side of that, if you want to do that too. But you had people buying at all of those angles, right? And then you had your website going. Yeah. And the mentorship's $20,000 plus just. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people would have a high ticket, I guess, different, different angle and I guess wait for people to discover the price mm. i put it on my website immediately no call in inquire it's 20 grand plus just this is how much it costs yeah and i strongly believe in the value of it i've seen the results come from it and i understand that again it's property transactions this isn't pay this to go and learn an e-com store to sell mugs and wait for your 20 grand gross profit then net profit to even get your money back. Yeah. With property, you can do one flip and double that, mm. you know, and it's been the case, but then you learn the, the skills. I think a lot of people probably don't understand how much energy it takes to sell something, whether it's a webinar, a seminar, because you've got to have the venue in line. You've got yep. to put the content together. Oh, yes. You've got to figure out, you know, the, the venue start asking you, how do you want the fucking chairs set up? And you're like, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, cabaret, classroom style, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, oh, it's $8 to use the marker pen if you're not bringing your own. Oh, fuck, I don't care. Oh, Just, did you want the whiteboard too? Oh, that's another 200 Yep, 100%. Yeah. Got school on that for the last yep. two. 
We're going to need you out by this time. And now we get to the catering. Oh, my God. I just want to teach some people some shit. Yeah, 100%. You, you've got the drain of all of, like, organizing. Yeah. And then you need the push on the other side of, do you want to come? Uh, and Why the, should I? Yeah, the constant updates of content yeah. to keep pushing it. Oh, fuck. The website went down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the payment um, link's fucked. Hey, my mate John wants to come, but only for the second half of the day. Can he come too? Does he have to pay a full ticket? <laughs> Hundred <laughs> percent. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. this is the stuff that people never see. They're like, "Oh, fucking this guy's online selling a webinar, selling a seminar. Oh, fuck. That's yeah. you know, just taking money from." And they're people. mostly just one or two, three man, man shows behind the, behind the scenes. Mm. You know, the same Grant Cardone that has like fifty staff organized. He doesn't even know any problem that's happening. His job is on this time. The curtain opens. You walk out. That's yeah. it. It's the only thing, you know. And obviously, it takes a lot of hustle to get to that to that point. Yeah. So all the five seminars and stuff that I had to learn uh, do this year was just mainly the two, three-man team, you know. And the, even that now to the biggest one that we've got coming up next week, Wednesday, December 13th. And I've always wanted to do this at the Hoyts Cinema, the biggest screen in Australasia. Yeah. And I wanted to just have a cinema setting. And we've got nearly 200 people attending that. And that is just sort of an end-of-year Asgard event. And it's going to be... M- a lot of around, say, motivation, still a lot about property, um, but yeah, and have a mini movie we've made on the screen. What's the date of that? December 13th. Oh, shit. I'm doing a webinar on that. Wednesday? <laughs> yeah, 7 oh, p.m. Really? Yeah. 7 p.m.? Well, it's it's the it? same time. Yeah, six, 6 to 8.30. Damn it. Yeah, mine's seven till probably nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's both going hard. Yeah, I know. Hoyt Sylvia Park. Part of why I wanted to do it is because people would tell me early in business, like, oh, business owners don't do anything in December, man. Um, money, they're thinking about Christmas as well. Mm. The other day I was thinking, okay, I'm going to do a webinar slash workshop online. I was doing it in January. Then I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to collect the data. I'm going to find out that people pay to come to a workshop or webinar 13th that's a pretty smack bang in the middle, middle of December 100% yep. and I'm just having 30 people there so not some big baller event like yours but yeah. I'm at 28 I've got two to go so I'll get there Mint. easy as yeah. but 30 people keen to, to come along to learn and happy to transact but again like same as you you've got then the welcome emails you've got the, oh, yep. the post you've got to have the content together and I think people just don't understand how much effort goes into to pulling these things together January next year I have my event in the horse racing space. I can get 850 in that room. So I'm about to go yep. into full on like we're selling. Like yep. we, need to, yep. we need to get people in It'll this room. It'll be constantly on your mind, even throughout Christmas Day, New yeah. Year's Day. Yep. Yeah, so when everyone's having a beer, chilling and just relax, like my mind is like creativity, looking around going, fuck, what's another angle that yep. we can talk yep. about this? Do I need to do a post? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Why haven't I done one? It's been two hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. you know, I think people look at, what people are doing online and think, oh, that must be really easy and whatnot. Well, the reason that it's not is that you're not doing it. You know, if it was that easy, go and have a crack, go and try one, see yeah. how many people you can fill up in a Zoom room or in a physical room. Yeah. And then see if you're brave enough to charge them yeah. to and be in yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. And not to say if it fails that you should give up. No. You definitely, like, I had no idea what I was going to, mm. uh, almost a year now, January, I had my first seminar and I was like, no, no one in property, absolutely nothing. I was, I think at that point I had done like 28 flips, but I didn't fucking talk about it at all. Because a lot of people, if they scroll on my sh- social media, I used to do like comedy skits a lot, yeah. comedy vlogs, always, still. And that's why I'm like, you know, that was fucking super fun. And then I had to transfer it into property, which is very fun to do, but it's not fun for me really to talk about mm. on content. 
I'll sit here and have the podcast. That's cool. That's not structured. Yeah. Get it done within 90 seconds. Fucking blah, blah, blah. You know? Yeah. But comedy has always been fun for me to do and film. So then I'm like, well, I don't want my page to go into that because you have to be also a guy that charges 20 grand for the certain fucking product, right? Yeah. But if I can mix in property with comedy so people learn and have their attention to watch the whole video and understand a bit better, which is why now certain stories and we're doing a few jokes and making it towards uh, property. Well, I even saw one the other day where you had uh, shorts with the blazer and... Desperate agents be like... Yeah, yeah. Then doing a roly-poly under the Christmas tree and shit. (laughs) To get the S&P under the tree. (laughs) Yeah. And it's engaging and it's relatable and it's genuine and it's a bit of banter compared to, oh, here's old mate in a blue suit telling me, here's the six things to make sure on your sale and purchase. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I know, I know. It's fucking boring. Here's the seventh one, mate. I'm going to the next story. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, 100%. But at the end of the day, it's important to know. Yes. It it is an important thing because at the end of the day, um, I know a lot of people that message me, they're about to buy their first home and they're shitting themselves about very easy, simple clauses that might be in there. But never in their life, never at uni, never at their full-time job, never from their parents were they taught what the fuck this means. Mm. And if you literally sign that thing and get it wrong, you could lose tens of thousands of dollars like immediately and go on to be sued after the fact, which then is years of fucked your pain, right? And that's never been a thing that's a compulsive learning thing to teach people in the world, in New Zealand. Nah. But it's weird because it's property is one of the most um, engaged with and sought after assets slash liabilities of people's lives. Correct. And so blindly go in without understanding so much of the legal side of it, the accounting side, or even the numbers and and all the economy and the interest rates can change and whatnot. Yeah, hundred percent. But those are those are like those are thirty year loans for most people. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. And like people like I'm only thirty one at the moment, and I've sort of like in the last. Three years, well, when I've been doing this, like when I was in my 18, 19, 20, 21, I didn't care about property. I fucking tried to become a door knocker. Yeah. At, at yeah. You know, I was like, oh, fucking stocks sounds pretty cool. Um, and then eventually when you click and you're like, wait a minute, some of the richest people in this country, which has seemed to be one of the best places in the world to live, mm. you know, um, say what you want with the previous government, etc. It's still an amazing place to live. Yeah. where it's located, what it's surrounded by, nature, and then the richest people that park their wealth here, it's in property. Hmm. So I was like, okay, this is a very important thing to have here. Then you start learning about the taxes that people get charged overseas, just like this thing called stamp duty, which is like a paper tax. Just the government, just whatever your purchase price is, they just put on an extra, I'm not too sure, you can't quote me on this, but there's a stamp duty tax on it in Australia as well. In Singapore, I learned this as well, that if you buy more than one property, so you own one property, you go to buy your second property, apparently it's like a 30% tax that they charge you on the purchase price of your second property immediately. Wow. I was being told a story recently about Singapore, and I haven't gone to see if this is entirely accurate, Mm -hmm. but basically a lot of content going on over there around um, money being laundered. And there's quite a like a billion dollar situation. Now the stamp duty I think has gone from thirty percent to sixty percent for buying some of those properties. So basically, you want a million dollar property, which is probably ten million. Well, then you got to throw up three hundred k. Yeah, yeah. Wait. Now to six six hundred k. Yeah, and tax. So you got to pay that on top. Yeah. 
And there's people out there that are like, okay. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> like yeah. the abundance of like how wealthy other people are yeah. in Singapore. And that's why when they opened up the Overseas Investment Act for them to buy here, when they see the $2 million houses in Ramira, to like, them that's fucking cheap. Little. Yeah. With no stamp duty tax. Mm. Oh, there might be some other tax obviously linked towards them, um, but to them it's a steal. Yeah. Yeah, and I was talking to someone who had a client that just bought four houses right next to each other. Wow. Yeah, she, they, he just bought, he'd never sight unseen. He's in Singapore. Yeah. Mental. Far out. Mm. Right, let's turn, mate, to some of the stories from mentees from throughout the year and yeah. people that you've been working with. So, is- one of them you just um, sort of leaned into beforehand. She uh, came to my seminar in May and she was there about to buy a property with her friend literally the following week. She had it under contract, which means that the only thing you sort of have to do is once you've satisfied all your conditions, is put one email to the lawyer, please declare unconditional. Obviously the lawyer can, did you satisfy this, whatever. But she was about to do that with her friend, came to my seminar, and in the first half of it, she raised her hand. I was noticing her, she was asking quite a few questions as if she was halfway through doing this property. Yeah. Like how to do the renos, do this, this. And then at the end of the break, she came to me and goes, hey, this is the situation, I'm going to, buy this property with my friend, showed me the address and I looked at it, told her, I was like, hey, if it was me, I'd, nah, I'd can that, fuck that. She's like, really? And I was like, yeah, anyway. Then at the end of the seminar, she was like, okay, now I 100% agree with you. Then she had to have a massive, you know, little argue with her friend and tell her that night, like, nah, I'm going to pull out. I'm I'm just going to do it on my own, blah, blah, blah. She ended up then seeing me do my mentorship decided to use part of her savings on her, what she had there, which I always, when I was watching other people pitch this, paying for that amount of money, your brain instantly goes to, wouldn't I just use that for my deposit? Mm. Why would I pay this guy tens of thousands when I can put that towards my deposit? And people think of just attaining that 500K purchase price. They don't think about, what if I can still get that 500K house at 465 because this guy has shown me where to get those deals from or how to bring it down to that level or how to do X, Y, Z and save elsewhere. They just think, oh, but I'm trying to buy a 500K house. If I give him 20 grand, I'll only have 480. Mm. But you can still achieve that 500K house. You just got to negotiate better. Anyway, so she said, I'll do your mentorship. And I always respected that someone like that, very young as well, only 21. Did it, had to explain to her parents as well. And they were just like, fucking, they aren't on Instagram. They don't see my content. They have no idea who I am. And then she told them and I flew to Wellington, did it with her over the two days and then ended up finding her a four bedroom house on subdividable land, double car garage in Whanganui for 305 grand. And it was literally upon purchase worth at least four. So she got 400, like she bought a 400K house for 305. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And she said to me, she's like, I'm pretty sure that you would have saved me like half a million dollars, a half a million dollar mistake going right. through with my friend. Yeah. And then I caught up with her a couple of weeks ago and I was like, hey, what happened, what happened to your friend? Is she? She's like, oh, yeah, she's, you know, still looking or going to go do it with her partner now. And, you know. So her friend and her were going to do a deal together. Correct. What was wrong with that deal that you could see it? you know, very quickly. Well, what they thought, um, I was like, what's your guys' plan to buy this? Because a lot of people, they just scratch at the surface to get their first house Mm. to then not pay rent. 
which is fair. It's good to have that in an equation. I see. But it's like, you aren't coming to my seminars just wanting to buy one house and stop. Like you're learning from the guy that's done 60, yeah. almost, right? Why would you come and watch mine if you aren't going to try and bounce springboard, leverage, leverage, leverage to buy more? And I said to her, once you buy this one, it's too too much. Your comparable sales around the area is nowhere near this. Um, you guys will get stuck here. And I don't think you guys will be able to buy anything else for five years. Wow. That's what I sort of said to her. Yeah. And she eventually learned about that. And then when she took her 305K one and then maybe got a valuation back, that was far more than her purchase price. She jumped on it immediately. And she can now look to buy her second one probably next year. Wow. So they together were going to buy a property, live in it. Yep. That reduces their rent expense. Yep. Um, they're swapping rent for the mortgage repayments in that time, I'd imagine. And then what, they're going to renovate it and then try and... Yeah, already add adding more cost to it. Yeah. You're like, it was too much what they were going to pay. Like what they had under contract for was too much. And then they were going to go spend another 80 grand uh, or 50, 60 grand on it. I was like, that ain't going to change it. Yeah. So then they're going to be stuck because they're not actually going to be able to sell to get out. Nah. Or sell at a profit. Nah, yeah. not at all. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Okay, so you've saved the money there. Mm. Then you've made her money by finding her a deal that she's got Correct. it cheaper than what the true market value is. Yeah. And doing this by yourself mm. is scary, difficult already. Yeah. But at least you've got the decisions entirely to pivot in any direction you see fit. Doing this with a friend that also a year comes around and the interest rate goes up and the fucking value's gone down. Yeah. And you guys now, you know, lost a bit of equity you're now like, oh, fuck, this is difficult because one might want out, one might you know, want to do this, this one wants to spend 80 grand on the reno and you're like, why? We shouldn't be doing that and they'll be clashing there because you're not even starting um, on a green field. You're starting on the red, yeah. on the charts. Yeah. So that's where it would have been very messy. Mm. Yeah, I even see that in business where we'll get a client, the business could be identical to another business and I think, oh, this will be nice and easy. And then this one's got 10 shareholders, this one's got one. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is going to be a nightmare. 100%. Yeah, or even two or three. And you think, okay, there's three lots of explaining it. There's three lots of money language, mindset. There's three lots of futures changing. And there's three lots of upbringings. And there's three lots of, I went to the pub and John told me that I could fucking reverse my ute in the building and we'll claim our insurance and it's all good, man. <laughs> yeah, like, 100%, yeah. And you're like, oh, my God. But then one shareholder, this is what's going to happen. This is how it works. Okay, sweet. Thanks for that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, All there's right, a lot bang. of ways that can get messy. And the fact mm. that like the person who didn't bring in their partner, and then she wants to bring the partner. So what happened if you guys actually did it? Where the hell is the partner sitting now? Yeah. What's he going to say six months down the track when you're eligible to sell it yeah. after using your KiwiSaver, et cetera? So this example, this person then finds a property under value, secures it, and then what are they doing to that property? Uh, owner occupied oh, yeah. and I renovating see. it. Ah, I see. So by the time Adding they renovate it. it for their 50, 60 grand expense, mm -hmm. they'll be all in, say, around the 370 mark. Yeah. And that house should be worth 500. Wow. Yeah. It's like nice. got a double car garage down the back, can be converted into a minor dwelling, like a good location near the town center. It's one of the best finds. Yeah. Nice. And how did you pick that? Oh, that's where they lived over that way, or they were happy no, to go. They lived were... in Wellington. Wow! So they're going to move there? Yeah, yeah, already. Shit. Yeah, she's um, been living in there for the last two months now. It's amazing what people are willing to do when they're really dedicated to changing their life, right? Hundred percent. It also comes down to their job as well, right? Mm. If it gave them the ability to work remote, yeah, which yeah. her one did.
Wow. So this person came to the seminar and learned some of these things and, and has gone. Like pulled the pin out of her contract, then said, okay, if i have not going to buy a property with her, I still need to buy a property. So I guess I'm going to take on your mentorship to make sure that I do a very good purchase. Yeah. Yeah. Wicked. Yeah. All right. Any other stories that stand There's out? There's another one that's pretty good where um, just for a lot of listeners think about buying holds as well mm-hmm. uh, for long term mm-hmm. where there was one client came to the seminar in August as well and he wanted to buy a long term hold and asked me where's the best place for good yields and I sort of told him one of our sweet spots and the average price here Gisborne was one of them has a three bedroom sitting at around about 450 to 550k and rents there are quite high and need a certain place that has a good yield enough equity as well that's the like the, the double you need a good yield so you're not topping it up as much and you need enough equity to then use again to go buy another one right mm. you can't just have one because if you have only the one you, you're pretty much going to get stuck and again we sat down on the mentorship day two with Doing it through me, there's a lot of connections that I have. There's a lot of agents feeding me deals that are like off market. And they know that now they're following my social media and stuff. They know I have access. that I have a lot more buyers ready and, you know, mm. and I tell them, you know, I'm very careful with how I suggest properties and I can never force anyone to buy anything. I just sort of reveal if it was me, I would look at this. And he ended up buying a three bedroom that rented for around 600 um, and he got it for three oh five as well, and I was like, "This is crazy! This is the same purchase price as another mentee's house." Um, but that was massive, and that house there would have given him at least it was worth again for over four hundred. Shit! It was a vendor that was extremely desperate to sell, and it went to auction, got passed in. Shit! Which means that now a lot of their hopes and expectations have just fucking diminished. No bidders whatsoever. Agent reached out to me. Hey, Tama, this one fell over. Might be interested. What is she after? Oh, you know, she was expecting 400. And then I was like, okay, cool. Let's get let's get some things happening on paper. Back and forth. Took like two weeks. And eventually um, 305. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Far out. Yeah, which is, I mean, huge savings, right? Yeah. And yeah. then they'll, so then they'll improve that and then... He doesn't even continue. have to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Literally. So there's ways that you can get it um, valued where you can do forced appreciation where you do the renos and you can explain it to a valuer and show evidence of what the works was done. And then he will then value it accordingly. Gotcha. Take into all the improvements, the chattels, the area, the land size, etc. Or you can just buy so well undervalue that when he base, when he does it, it's just based on what it looks like compared to things sold in the area. So then you're then using the equity in that property to get you into the next thing. Correct. Or just to, to keep you, you know, you might park it as a rental property, for instance. Yeah, well, he's already, he, last week he just went unconditional on another house. Yeah. Yeah, and this one he'll do a flip on it. How have you juggled your time between the mentorship and seminars and webinars and replying to people and um, relationships and whatnot versus doing, you know, your, your craft yeah. Have you sort of dialed that It's been that hard. Um, yeah. That's why it's like on the two days of the mentorships, basically my phone is almost sort of off as much as it can be and it is dedicated to them completely. We do as much as we can for that benefit. And then after that, you know, I make at the peak of everything, 50 yeah. to 80 phone calls 
a day, and that's with tradies, that's with the mentees, and giving them enough uh, confidence and to take initiative as well, which is a good thing. Mm. And then sharing information, documentations, S&Ps to review, all that type of stuff. I thought there needs to be sort of an easier way for this to happen. Um, and that's when InvestorPro sort of came into it. But we can get, get yeah. Into well, that. let's let's go there. Yeah. So what that, the hell that is was that? The, that was the key. That was um, there was no mobile app in New Zealand that I know of. Just quickly, sorry, yep. you've built an app, not me, <laughs> okay. but, I, but you've had it built, correct? And it's live now. Investorpro.co.nz or investorpro.nz. Yep. So that and, ends a website as well. Yeah, hundred percent. Yep. Get it. Get it. Yep. Yeah. And if you wanted to review numbers on a profit split or renovations, Excel spreadsheet, spreadsheet, Google Docs, whatever the hell it is. Have you ever tried doing that on your phone? Yeah, it's a nightmare. nightmare. I got one on the way here yep. and I'm basically saying to my staff member, I can't look at this, I'm on my phone. Tell me what the issue is. Yep. What's the yellow? I don't know. I can't, you can't go between these tabs yeah. on this tiny device. Your here. one would be probably a little bit more um, extensive because yeah, of your, yeah. your encounter, right? Yeah. But for a property trader, they are their spreadsheets, but Investor Pro was something that you put in your purchase price, you put in your expected sale price, you put in all your renovation numbers, then it puts in your tax, it puts in GST, and then it spits out a number. Gross profit, net profit, and it gives you instant feedback if this deal would be viable, if it's hot, or if it's not viable, right? Mm. That is instant feedback on the app done cleanly straight away yeah then we we're like that is amazing because i would use that all the time if i'm just doing a quick thing over the phone or if i'm doing it at auction and i need to know what number i could sort of bid up to yeah then it's like well shouldn't it be a platform on your phone still where say you're reviewing a house and you go take all the photos of everything you think you need to renote when you've inputted that deal, it should hold and save that deal to your dashboard on your phone still, and you can import every photo you just took of the house. That'd be cool. Sweet. And then there's a notes section. You should be writing their notes. Everything you think. We need to upgrade the heat pump, check this, check this, book this, book this, all linked to that flip. And then at the bottom, it's got upload SP, upload the bills report, upload valuation, upload the title. So you can have all your documentation all in that one space. Nice. And then we're like, that's just for flippers. But majority of property investors in this country, the masses are the buy and hold. Yeah. So where is the instant cash flow analysis to say, if I bought it for this and I put in this interest rate and this is the rent and this is the rates, how much money am I going to be negative or positive? Oh, let's get out this spreadsheet. Let's fucking yeah. do it. I can do it in five seconds on my phone. Nice. Can do it on InvestorPro because InvestorPro Premium just launched and that gives you the full cash flow analysis, which is everything that an accountant or mortgage broker mainly would do. When they're reviewing their client's feasibility, their finance position, they're putting in the house all the rates. Do you know this? Do you know this? Do you know this? You're going to have to top this up an extra 400 a week or you're going to have to blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's giving a lot of power and you have to wait for your broker to come back. And I've seen this a lot. When we're waiting for our buyers to come back and do their fucking numbers, it's like now they can sort of do it on the spot nice. with that. So the buy and hold thing is massive. And, and there's nothing like it in New Zealand. Does that, you factor in the interest rates and your own Everything. income and stuff like that? You can that? input anything you want. Yeah. Yeah. Change your tax rate, change the interest deductibility, make it principal and interest or interest only, all that stuff. 
Wow. How come no one had built something like this? Uh, I'm not too sure. It was featured on um, the old Opus Boys, you know? Yeah. And, and they were like, we should do something like this. Yeah. And it was funny when they said that. And I was like, oh, yeah. You, uh, you know that they're working on that oh, right Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because it was for flippers, right? It was mainly built for gotcha. us to flip. Just yeah. so we can see the gross profit, the net profit. Mm. And be like, yeah, okay, it's it's pretty good. And then your tax. But then we did the buy and holds. And that's when they're like, oh, shit, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And um, the other cool function of it is if you were going to do JVs with someone, the other way that's very helped is when I do JVs with people, I'm not like the most analytical input numbers myself. But some of the people that I do JVs with are, because that's pretty much the only job, right? Mm. What InvestorPro gives you is we can load up a deal, input all the numbers, the renovation costs, everything, and it offers to share it. So there's a button there that says share with, and you can instantly share that entire data and open it up on someone else's phone in China. Who's your JV partner? Or let's say Singapore, because that's where it's legal. <laughs> right? So they yeah. can just say a deal is shared. All the data's been imported from Tama, and they'll just open up under their shared deals tab, and they'll see it there. Oh, cool. So he's inputted this expense. Oh, he's inputted this. If I click here, I open up the S&P. Blah, blah, blah. So the shared deals function is massive. And then there's a thing we've done, which is the explore. You can make the deal public. So it puts it on for everyone that's got a, um, the app can scroll the explore page and see different types of deals oh, wow. that people are doing and selling. Yeah, wow. Cool, eh? And you can leave a comment, you can like it, Yeah. all that type of stuff. Shit, smart. Yeah. And had you been brewing this idea in your head for, for I a was. I, yeah. I, I actually was, yeah. Um, especially, you know, a lot of people think about the digital courses and how to provide that type of stuff for ultimate scalability, right? Mm. And... That is a good idea, and but when the Investor Pro came out, I was like, "Well, this is just an absolute amazing tool." We operated it for two, ye two and a half years with nothing like this. Yeah, I had, you know, I just had to fucking use my calculator, and then at the end of the month, maybe I'll put it into a spreadsheet. Right? I knew all of them were like massively profitable, but this now tells me to the dollar exactly what it is. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and then the cool thing about it as well is for the investors, there's the resources tab. So you click the resource tab at the bottom and it opens up an inspection checklist, what I look for. There, download straight away. It's got um, discount codes with exclusive partners that we're partnering up with because this is just trying to give as much value to property investors. And uh, we've signed on Carpet Mill, which is quite good, the nationwide yeah. supplier of carpets, as the exclusive discount code on the app for the premium users. That's 20 bucks a month. Sure. How many, how many users have you got using it at the moment? Uh, we have 523 people that's um, on the app, and then we're just going to continue pushing yeah. more towards that. It'll yeah. be a huge, it'll be a huge a, point. Is there a free version and a premium? Yeah, free version, yeah. premium. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the key things is at the seminar, I teach deal sourcing, and that's one of the things I think we talked in the great yeah. detail, where people would just be sending me shit on DMs, sending me text messages, and I can't remember where they sent the S&P, what deal this is linked to. Have you ever tried people to send you shit on Instagram so much? Yes. Yeah. And so <laughs> now InvestorPro gives you that shared deals function. I'm teaching the next people at the seminars. If you want to become a deal sourcer, you upload it all to here and you click two buttons. You share it with me and boom, I can see every single thing you've inputted and that will tell me if it's a good deal or not. Nice. That's how to like bring the time back in yeah. and I do it with the mentees you were asking before I get on the two days we sit down we put, input all the numbers and then we come to a certain gross profit and then I'm like are you guys happy with this 
And they're like, yes, of course they are. Like, sweet. Now, as you guys input expenses, etc., I can go on it and just check what's happening. So the deal sourcing, that's where you're basically finding deals for other people to, to buy and to, to do, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and then- we've got so many people that are just constantly after more deals. Mentees, there's about four of them that are on to their second flip already. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they've brought, they've improved or added value, they've made a profit on it, they've sold and they're going again. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah, some of them are quite hungry, which is good, <laughs> good to see, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because they, they all range in difference, and I just go at people's speed. Have yeah. you found that since quitting your job, you've had more mental rent, I like to call it, to just really dial in and focus on this and throw at it? Yeah, I mean, the whole thing back in the day, you know, you'd have two phones mm. you'd have to keep keep track of, yeah. uh, two separate emails, you know, just my one property main phone that's anywhere from 50 phone calls a day during the weekdays you know yeah yeah i struggle with that that's uh, yeah so airpods on bluetooth when yeah. you're driving walking the dog if you even have time to do that yeah how many times a day do you say oh I'll just wait for my airpods to connect oh, oh fucking yeah. so there? many times yeah. that i'll call you back function because oh, you're yeah. already on two phone calls at once yeah shit yeah yeah, yeah. I, that. that's what i've gone back to the old school headphones because then there's no, I'll just wait for my headphones to connect. And also the microphone on those way better. Oh, 100%, yeah. Yeah. And it avoids your Bluetooth brain cancer, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whenever there's a zigging, start zagging. Yeah. What does 2024 look like for well, Asgard that, and for that, yourself? That, that's the good thing, you know. And I put that question out to um, the followers for the seminar that I'm doing in December. What does your guys' 2024 look like? And I don't want people to be posting their New Year's resolutions, goals, Fucking, it's like, oh, wait, let's just scroll up. Let's scroll up and see what you posted for 2023. Yeah. Did you do any of that shit or are you just all shit again, right? <laughs> so when I wanted to do the seminar, it was mainly to talk about two types of people. They they know what to do, but they have no motivation or they have all the motivation and they just don't know what to do because you have to have two sides, right? So for me, it's all about um, teaching people both of those things. So there will be half, half of that in the seminar. For myself, it'll be scaling back the mentees, the one-on-ones, and then we're going to go into probably only two seminars next year and then focus a lot more on InvestorPro. Yeah. And, yeah, who knows? That's that's the main the main thing there, right? Yeah. Because we've done after so many mentees, like, since August, since May, August, you know? Yeah. Um, it's... It's intensive, isn't it? Well, I just know that, you know, I, like I want them all to be finished up with their like success profit of what the mentorship they paid for. They paid to have X amount back into their bank accounts. Mm. That is what I want. And I want that cleared from all of them. And if I have that, none of them lose money. None of them do this. You know, some of them have gone into other deals um, where it's like a subdivision deal for them. So we're like, cool. So that'll obviously going to finish up in like March next year. Yeah. Two of them are currently doing that at the moment. Great profit though, like 90 grand. Have you helped those mentees see the opportunities that they couldn't see? 100% on yeah. those type of things, you know? Yeah. Like lo- location of the house, dealing with surveyors, dealing with council, all that stuff that I had to learn myself. No one taught me that. Mm. I'm just like, just remember everyone, anyone that like you have not got the quick answer to this, someone else... That just puts on pants one foot at a time. We can say the other abbreviation that's a bit more rude than that. It's just there with the answer. 
Yeah. Just call them. Just email them. Everyone's fucking looking at the clock, waiting for it to be five o'clock. So call them, be courteous, be fast, efficient, prompt, and you'll get the answers. Collate the answers and boom, you've got a surveying plan to submit to council. And, you know, two of them right now will be lodged before Christmas. Titles hopefully issued in March. And yeah, very good profits on, on some of that stuff. But just making people believe, like know that, you know, you don't have to go to uni for this shit. Yeah. I didn't. I'm just a fucking guy that'll call anyone, everyone, until I get the answer. Couple of things to finish there, mate. So is it an in-person event to finish the year or a webinar? In-person, live, yeah. in Hoyts. Has it been recorded? No. Bugger. Yeah. I know. Well, we might be reaper. some, there might be some um, good recording spots. We will try. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I'll have to get something to uh, in 2024. Yeah. And then last time we were speaking as well, you hadn't lost any money on a deal. Correct. S- still correct? Still- I love that you asked that question. Everyone can ask me that question all the time. Mm. Still no. Nah. Well done. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Good man. Right, mate. Well, it's been a huge 2023 for you and specifically the second half of 2023 as well. So good to check in and see where you're at and see what you've got coming up. Uh, if people want to take a look at maybe a past webinar, I see that you can get access to Yeah, you can see all those. Those are very good, you know, easy to learn. Watch with your partner. It's a good point to introduce what I talk about, how I speak, and an opportunity of how I might do a mentorship. Mm. Yeah, $49. Yeah, and then the app for investors is... Investorpro.nz, and that's $19 per month. And we're actually currently doing this crazy-ass giveaway where someone that's joined up to it will win $5,000 cash, and we're drawing it live at Hoyt's on the big screen on December 13th. Oh, brilliant. So just $20, $19 gets you in the entry. Plus you get to use the app and see all the amazing functions. Shit, why did I run this webinar? It's now costing me money. (laughs) My my own webinar. Yeah. Oh, well. Cool, mate. Thank you for that. Uh, If people want to check out more of what you're up to, at Tama Singh on Instagram. Yeah, 100%. Epic. Right, we'll see you on the next episode. And again, thank you for your time, mate. You're awesome.